Screenless. David Powell, music educator, South Walian drumming legend. How are you? Gareth Davis, fellow band member from 1942. <laughs> it feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah, um, back in the war. Yes, yeah, well, what an adventure we're going through. Yeah, yeah, it's huge, isn't it? It's absolutely amazing. So firstly, can I just say thank you for inviting me? And it's an absolute pleasure to see you on screen. And talk to you again, because we've been meaning to do this for so long, and it's taken coronavirus to bring us together. <laughs> it has been a long time. Yeah, I mean, yes, of all the things to come out of it, it's very nice to see you. So, Dave, I would like to just go back a little bit. You were the assistant head of the Gwent Music Support Service. That's right. Where we A both, few years ago. Yeah, we both studied in that regime, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yeah. You worked with them for years, but what happened next how did you go from being in that situation to what you're doing now yeah so um bit of background when you and i played in a band together which was in the mid 90s i think yeah i think you did teacher training first didn't you and then i went and did it the year after yes that's right yeah i was trying to remember how that all panned out so mm. three of us out of five yeah. in the band when i did teacher training within two years <laughs> yeah. of each other i think got really bored of each other very quickly yeah yeah <laughs> teacher training went into classroom at the end of the 90s and then went back to the music service which i'd worked for as a peripatetic teacher prior to the teacher training but went back as a head of percussion study which was great because percussion study you know um they want there was no real formal setting for it in schools but it had grown to a point where they needed someone to coordinate it so ended up there for 13 years till 2013 really successful had had a great time loved it was running music centers and all the like developed rock and pop we were, it was really thriving. And then sadly, with the uh, local government cuts, rationalisation, as George Osborne would have called it, it meant that the service I was working for were, were seeing significant cuts. And I was, as you said, assistant head. So there were seven of us on the management team. And the, the new restructure meant that that management team was going to three. So four of us were be, would be going, whether... Um, it be by choice or or the the, the dreaded axe. So um, <laughs> of it, no, yeah. so basically, I put my hand up for voluntary redundancy. Um, I fought it for about two months, and then you realise you're fighting a lost cause. Uh, but I'm very passionate about music education and music education for all. So I just put my hand up and said, "Look, I'll go." And I had a vision of doing something that was had been financially supported by the government in England, which is called Wider Opportunities. And that was providing, through music services, opportunities for children to have short, sharp projects within their school, the whole class projects. And because I'd been a primary school teacher for four years, it was something that I felt, I do still feel really passionately about children having a really good quality opportunity to learn a musical instrument. So I created Upbeat, Upbeat Music and Arts and started off with me in a van and uh, some equipment. 
basically use my redundancy package to buy myself a van, buy myself a set of African drums, set of tom-toms, uh, floor tom-toms I was using for Taiko, um, Japanese drum in samba, uh, a whole set, you know, 30-odd glockenspiels, and just literally um, the vision was just to get work for myself and support the family. Um, it grew really quickly, and we took on a number of self-employed, subcontracted educators and musicians, and we're now up to we've got a core team of about a dozen of us. So that's amazing, uh, and we've diversified. So we've got singers, dancers, uh, and we've now got a band of employees plus our self-employed. Mm. What really impressed me at the time was that you were seeking that opportunity in the very place that the government were making cuts. Yes, yeah. It, it kind of, it, it, when you start thinking about it, it's a bit mind-blowing, really. But you were, you know, it showed, really, that the school's commitment to music and the arts yes. was still there. Yeah, very much. And and also, yes, that's, I, mean, I was very fortunate in that I understood the market and I was having very rich conversations with the school leaders. And mm. what I was trying to do in the area that, um, that I'd been working. So I'd, I'd worked in Blyna Gwent, which is the, the, the heavy industry, traditionally Valleys area. You'll know it well, you know, because um, yeah. you went to the same music centre I ended up running up in Anti-Glow. Um, and, of course, the demise in that area on a social economic level has been quite, you know, rapid and stark. So I, I was very passionate about giving children the opportunity to um, to access quality music. And... Uh, my job then restructured in 2010 took me to Newport, and what I what I actually found there was that there was some inner city schools that were in just as bad need. Mm. So they'd seen the work that I could do personally, and also I think they just saw the passion of of me really wanting to try and make a difference through music at that time. And and now we've diversified by doing it into the wider arts. But but equally, Gareth, it was a case of seeing the financial waste shall we say uh, mm. you know schools were were reluctantly parting with a couple of thousand pounds to teach five kids violin whereas if they could spend a couple of thousand pounds and actually impact in in some cases for that money we could impact a whole school you know in a one class intake yeah. and that doesn't mean for the whole year you know but that literally meant that each class gets a, a half term really high quality project with a really dynamic deliverer who loves working with children so you know uh, yeah and I think that's key isn't it because I don't think anyone could deliver that what you're talking about no the dynamic delivery and I think what you've created there you're saying 12 people how you are with kids in the classroom I've seen that and it, it's obviously kind of permeated down into your team and I think that's part of your selling point isn't it yeah, yeah, you've got to have a USP, haven't you? As they say on Dragon's Den, mm. and um, <laughs> and initially, you know, um, I'm, uh, it was quite embarrassing, really. But the USP was my style of delivery, and also, you know, I, I, I really quite embarrassed saying that, but but that is what has an impact on children and standards. You know, we've got high standards, but everything's done in a fun way. And where I've been really fortunate, and I'm really proud of this, is that. There's four of us who go out and do the big percussion projects. So there's myself, and we got Ben and Jason, and I taught both of those boys since they were young kids. Oh, that's so, fabulous! So they very much, you know, get me, get what I want from them, 
and equally they they're really skilled far more skilled than i am you know we've we've just put together something that will be coming on our social media stream hopefully by the end of the week and it just goes to show their talents because you know i am very much a percussionist but they are bass players guitarists percussionists singers um mm. and then we got joel and i met joel when i adjudicated him in a young musician competition in pembrokeshire when he was 15 which he won and uh, mm. and he works with us now lives in cardiff so again you know we've got these really strong ties of going back years now you know the boys yeah. are in their 30s tight, so tight team yeah so his family yeah. Uh, a bit of a spoiler on our social media stream something will be coming out but we've got a big theme of family within the team so we all look out for each other it's really important at the moment that's fantastic so just a round off i suppose you clearly get a buzz from going into schools and seeing the kids and working with them what part of your job gives you the biggest buzz do you think yeah no it is definitely being at the sharp end and seeing and just having fun with the kids i simply love it what is really interesting though gareth is when I started the company, that was five days a week. And every year, it's a bit like the um, the Royal Lectures, you know, get at Christmas time. Once a year, I get invited to go to Cardiff University and give a, a lecture to the master's students on the, on the music course. And what's really interesting is I talk to them about, uh, the reason I'm invited by, good grief, Dr. Daniel Bickerton, um, Daniel reminded me the first time I went and did this. I've been doing it for about five years. And he said, Dave, do you remember the first time we met? And I said, uh, well, you must have been a, a violinist in the Gwent Youth Orchestra, which we both played in. And he said, no, he said, um, you came in and did a piece for our concert when I was in Lanaravan Primary School. Wow. I know, I know your reaction tells me <laughs> is exactly as I as I felt it at the time. Um and you know, so Daniel though is the lecturer down at Cardiff Uni. I must say he's mid thirties, fantastic musician, fantastic guy. Mm. Um mm. but I said, Why on earth do you want me to come and speak to these students every year? You know. Uh I said, It's just drivel. And he said, yeah, but it's really important drivel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, um, and, But the message that he gives, he invites people once a week, different people from the music industry. I'll put your name forward, actually, because he wants them. You, you and I both will have left college with a very clear vision of where we wanted our career to go. You know, I was going to be a, a hedonistic rock drummer. And, <laughs> and, and look no. at me now. <laughs> I didn't have a Scooby-Doo, honestly. I really didn't know. That's why uh, I got into a band with some reprobates and ended up on a teacher training course. (laughs) (laughs) And now look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like my career proper got started at the age of 38, you know. Yes. Yeah. Just took me a little while. But that's the message, though, you know, that he wants um, them to grasp is that at the age of 21, you have a very clear idea, or you may not have a very clear idea. If you haven't got a clear idea, then there are some ideas. But the big message I take is, and I've got a lovely slide of me on a bike, you know, going up a slight incline to the finish line. And the reality is all the pitfalls that come in between and the way that your your life map takes several unexpected detours. So, yeah, it's, it's... it's been fantastic. But when I'm talking to the students, I, five years ago, used to say, look, things are moving at such a fast pace and 
this, that, and the other, and jobs for the future, jobs nobody knows has been invented yet, etc., etc. And then I had an epiphanal moment doing the last one where I realised just how much my career had changed since starting yeah. up Beat seven years ago. And the majority of my week now is spent on social media, uh, networking, meetings. And if I yeah. get to teach one and a half day a week now, then that's that's a luxury. Mm, yeah. Speaking of social media, where can we find you online? Lovely. We're uh, Facebook at Upbeat Music and Arts Limited. Twitter at Upbeat Wales. I'm not uh, a great user of Instagram. Sorry, Instagram. Uh, <laughs> but you'll understand the reason for that is that because it's so image-based, because of the child protection issues within schools, then obviously what uh, what is fantastic for us is people seeing what we do with, with, with the kids. Um, so we're very much reliant on schools posting on Twitter what they can, the material they can release. Yeah, yeah. And your website? www.upbeatmusicandarts.co.uk fantastic i'll include all those in the show notes as well no oh, that's lovely so people can just click on it dave powell thank you ever so much for joining me for a cuppa it's been an absolute pleasure <laughs> <laughs>